the dot. Woo! Welcome to Under Further Review. I'm Kata Stevens. I'm Andrew Lemieux. As usual, Andrew is very upset. Mm. Um, that seems to be a pattern here. Um, we opened up with a song today while we were waiting for people to log on. Um, we still only have a couple of you, but that's okay. Uh, you can watch this whole thing later if you're tuning in later, missing it. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also listen, listen on SoundCloud. We'll put it up later. Yeah, we'll put it on SoundCloud later. Our opening song was I Hate Living Like This by Sonner Blue, one of my favorite bands. Um, they're based out of Charleston, so if you're ever in that general area, they play a lot of live shows. You definitely check them out. And they're also on Apple Music, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, they have a new song out called Red Song um, and uh, a bunch of other cool stuff. But yeah, They're really good. I've seen them live. Yeah, they're... Because awesome. uh -oh. mm. that pizza, I had a slice of pizza with pasta on it, which is underrated. Try I that. It sounds so good. It is. It was very good. Shall we cheers? We shall cheers. cheers. Um, what do we have? This is a uh, blueberry lemonade shot that I concocted because I'm a bartender. <sighs> She's a bartender. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's tasty. I know. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Real drinks. We have uh, Brooklyn Oktoberfest because we're fans of, uh, of fall beers. Yeah. Andrew's gonna have to open this for me. One for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um. What's your? Uh, are you using the mermaid glass today? I'm using the mermaid glass today. Mm-hmm. I have the brass knucks glass because I want to punch something. Woo! Lots of emotions. So we're gonna get emotion. to those. You're gonna have to hold off on this for a little bit. Uh huh. While we talk about some other it's stuff. It's gonna be the last thing that we talk about because there's a lot to talk about. There is. There is. But we're going to keep this uh, nice and brief today. We've got a quick little lineup for you. Um, so uh, first we want to start off going over our two polls from last week. Mm -hmm. uh, the first was, or two weeks ago really, um, I was sick last week and I slacked on polls and everything. So Andrew had to do the show by himself. Didn't I do a good job holding down the fort by myself? You did a great job. I was there harassing you the entire time. I was so really nervous. Doing my that. Bed, that, right was, there. that was real hard to do. Oh, yeah. Anyways. We're, we're in Michael's apartment today. We're inside the apartment even though it's actually really nice out. We should yeah. really be on the roof. That's okay. I, I, like the, I like the inside setup. Yeah, it's, it feels good. Yeah. But um, but our first poll was who is the real goat, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Um, I was we were actually both a little bit surprised by our result. Um, seventy eight percent of you said that Tom Brady is the real goat. Um, I, I was really shocked by this because we came up with the idea for this poll right after Rodgers led the comeback against Chicago. Right. And you suggested the poll, and I was like, well, Rodgers is going to blow Brady out solely because of this. Yeah, exactly. And and that did not happen. Um, he won 78%, 22% said that Aaron Rodgers is the goat. I was real shocked. Um, but then uh, we had a poll a couple weeks ago that said who, which rookie quarterback is going to start first. Uh, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, and this was a really close poll. Mm -hmm. Mayfield won with 52%. 48% of you said that Lamar Jackson was going to start before Baker Mayfield, which, as we saw this week, was not the case. Right. We had 23 people vote on this poll. Uh, it was 12 to 11 in favor of Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, really close poll. Yeah, I voted for Lamar Jackson. I thought mm -hmm. that Joe Flacco wouldn't, wouldn't perform as well, and mm -hmm. uh, Jackson would be the starter by now, but... That's what happens when you play for the Browns and Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. And Baker Mayfield came in and uh and did the thing. Oh yeah, he he did <laughs> the thing. We're, cheers to that. Yeah, cheers to that. We are uh, we're bandwagon Browns fans now. We've decided. Mm -hmm. Oh oh my gosh, I see people commenting. Keep commenting. We might respond to you. Yes if we love yes you. yes. Like yes, Mike yes, and Cassie. Yes. Yay, I love you amazing. guys. This is so great. This is, yay. Oh, this is awesome. I'll cheers to that. Cheers to cheers that. We're to just gonna keep drinking, watching you guys. Us. All right. Mm. 
Um, so let's talk about our new favorite team. Let's talk about the Browns. Let's, this is the one team that we both are collectively kind of behind this year. Yeah. Um, so they defeated the Jets at home on Thursday after Tyrod, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor um, left the game with an apparent concussion. Um, I have a theory on that, by the way. I do think I'm, I'm not about to say like like the guy took a hit. He got a concussion. Sure. That's clear. Um, is it a the kind of thing where he could have come back and played later in the game? Maybe. I don't think he wanted to. I think he saw what Baker was doing out there and was like, nah, I'm going to let this kid go. Which is, like, great on his part. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the, the veteran and sees the young kid go in and, and like, bring the back, bring the Browns back from the dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we saw we saw Baker Mayfield give just an outstanding first performance as as a quarterback yep. um, in the NFL. Um, he outdueled his, uh, his fellow rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and the question I had was, was Mayfield kind of what was missing all along? Like, is he the solution? And I think, I mean, obviously they've done a lot of rebuilding the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken a long time for the Browns to find, like, the right chemistry as a team. Right. Um, but I think that Baker Mayfield is an elite quarterback. Um, and, and like you said, he outperformed Sam Darnold by, by yards. <laughs> That was a dumb joke. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, those of you who have watched this before know, I have very strong opinions about starting rookies. Um, in their first year, they've already announced that Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback in uh, next week's matchup um, in Oakland. They're playing in Oakland against the Raiders. And um, I've always said, I said this when they announced that Darnold was going to be the starter um, for the Jets. Um, the fastest way to ruin a rookie quarterback is to start him early on um in his NFL career sure instead of keeping him on the bench keeping him observing it's it's the league of the big boys it's different they're not the top dogs anymore they're the babies yeah so um well, what happens when I'm that rookie quarterback what happens when that rookie quarterback goes out what's up 48 points against the Lions right you know right. It, it's it, Sam Darnold's opening year is going to have more uh up and down value than the stock of an elevator company right, right, right. it's 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 going to be all over the place and it's only mayfield's first game mm-hmm. there was a lot of electricity in front of that crowd in cleveland mm-hmm. he's going to oakland mm-hmm. this weekend so we'll, we'll see yeah we really i mean we have no idea the the raiders have been pretty disappointing as, as a team so far mm-hmm. um sorry to eric shauna ruben you guys watching i know i've got my oakland people watching right now yeah. um they're ranked 22nd they're ranked in like the bottom third of in the league and just about everything on defense. Yeah, they're they're really st- and I mean we could go off on reasons why that is, mm-hmm. but we already addressed all those a few weeks ago. Khalil Mack has three forced fumbles in three games. The Raiders have yep. three forced fumbles. They haven't had three forced fumbles. No, they they no. don't they don't have three. <laughs> and they're trying fumbles. to figure out why that is. I wonder why that is. I wonder. We digress. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to talk about, um, we just wanted to touch on that. Go Baker Mayfield. Um, he's a quarterback that I can root for. I, I said, um, I, I did say obviously that I'm, I'm really glad that we took Saquon Barkley in the draft. I had some second thoughts about that last week. Um, and, but I, I did say back during the draft that, um, had Saquon Barkley not been available, had he been selected by the Browns. I would have loved to have Baker Mayfield as a giant. Sure, unsold on him. Uh, I think he's got the he's got the swagger, obviously, and he's got he's got the weapons around him. Yeah, I think he's going to do a good job. It just all depends on if he stays healthy or not. Yes, yeah. the main question. Exactly. Any any quarterback who plays for the Browns since 2000 has mysteriously bit the injury, had the injury bug bite them. Right, right. Everyone's like, this is the best quarterback the Browns have had in the last like 
10 years, and I think he's the best quarterback the Browns have had since I was born. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, that's the one thing we're agreeing on this week. Yeah. Um, it's actually going to lead us to our, our poll of the week this week. Yes, our, well, our bet of the week. It's either a drive that leads to a field goal or a touchdown. Anything that scores points. Anything that scores points. I'm taking the under. I'm going for four or less mm -hmm. on that one. So what we're going to do, what we've decided to do, is uh, on Monday uh, <laughs> after the show, um, just so you guys can get in your heads, if you want to join us, feel free. Um, we're going to go into Central Park, uh, the two of us, and um, the loser or the winner of the bet uh, is going to give people money to throw water balloons at the loser. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's so going to be like 70 degrees and like overcast, so it has the potential to be very cold. Pretty cold. So when I win, I'm going to be walking around with dollar bills and saying, hey, I'll give you a dollar if you throw a water balloon at Andrew. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be pretty fun. If you miss, I get my dollar back, though. OK. Anyways. She's over two so far. So let's make it, <laughs> let's make it, let's make it over three. Such a dick. Well, you know, we're going to, OK. But that's, um, our, that's our bet. Um, we're going to get to our punishment from last week's bet uh, at the end of the show, because I'm scared. Um, <laughs> You're going to chug it at the end? I'm scared. Oh my goodness. OK, great. So, um, so that's the punishment for next week. Now we're going to talk about the Giants. Oh, Looks like we made it. Oh, the Giants. I'm just. You just go ahead and take this one. So I'm just. I'm in rapture. Okay. I. I am. So I'm relieved, quite honestly. That's that's the the main feeling we've got here. So, um, the we won our first game yesterday uh, against Houston, 27-22. Uh, uh, that 22 was in part with a touchdown that was scored in the last second of the game that didn't even matter. Um, I, was, I was mostly scared because Houston has a pretty crazy defense, uh, led by, of course, none other than the amazingly sexy and massive J.J. Watt. Um, and I... Uh, I was a little scared about about sweet little Eli Manning and his very meek offensive line. Did you see that photo that was posted last week? Yeah, about, about him getting up, and it's like when, when, you, like, have to, when you have to last fourteen more weeks with this offensive line, and it's just the look of despair mm -hmm. and horror on his face. That's no, great. it was it was kind of it was really scary. Mm -hmm. I was kind of nervous that Watt was going to kill Manning. Um, and he did sack him three times. He did, he did, and he had a uh, three tackles. He was he. He played really well. Um, of course, we made some changes on our offensive line that were announced yesterday. Um, well, one of them was announced before. Uh, John Greco, who, uh, shout out to John, um, actually, when he was uh, signed by the Giants in November of last year, we actually got drinks, and it was really fun. Because I ran into him, and I criticized the offensive line, and he was like, oh, I'm John Greco. I'm on the Giants. How about that? Offensive line. How about that? It's a good story. But, um Anyways, John uh, is an eight or nine year, I wrote in my column, NFL veteran, um, was signed third round by um, the Saints, I want to say. This is your field, not mine. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, but he, uh, he played the last uh, eight years with the Browns um, as, as mostly a backup and uh, then came to the Giants last year after a quick one month stint elsewhere. And um, we're really happy to have him. This is, he's not really a, a starter. He's not, he's known as kind of a career backup guy mm -hmm. and he is our starting center now. Um, Good. 
and he he gave a great performance yesterday. Uh, we also put in Chad Wheeler for Eric Flowers, who um, looked a little bit more like uh, like crabgrass like these last flower. few days. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, <laughs> and um, he he needed some some help. He did look like an actual flower. Sure. Um, so we pulled him. We threw in this kid, Chad Wheeler, um, who played really well yesterday. Definitely held his own. Um, they allowed some stuff, like Andrew said. Uh, JJ Watt had three tackles. Three um, or three sacks yeah. on Eli. I and, mean, good for him, though. First since the beginning of last year. And they were also, by the way, like, J.J. Watt is obviously, first off, an amazing person. But um, he also, like, he he's a very crafty um, defensive player. And none of these sacks looked like they were in any way going to harm anyone. He's not, like, throwing people around. Like, yeah. they were very, very classy not like, sacks. Not like that Clay Matthews who's, who's apparently beaten Cornelius. Okay, but that's, that's a different issue What with the with the oh, God, please. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, maybe another day. But anyways, um, but we we kind of killed it. Carrie Wynn was the MVP of the defense, in my opinion. Um, and uh, it was it was a really good game. And I my hot take is that uh, I think the Giants still have a shot at the NFC East. You're delusional. I'm not. No, 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 no you're not. you're absolutely delusional. I'm not. We're not last. We're not first. Okay, well you're not last, but you won't be first. If you hit first, you're last. Uh, if you no, you're you still have to deal with Philadelphia, and you still have to deal with uh, with Dallas and Washington. Right. You know. I I understand. I understand, but. Also, I mean, you're, also, you're playing New Orleans next week at home. Washington's not looking too good. The three-headed monster that is Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas. Dallas isn't looking too good. Well, yeah, but that's but that's all offense. Their defense sucks. Like, we're going to be so fine as okay. far as leading, like, great scoring drives. Okay. Sure. You've got you've got Saquon Barkley and you've got Odell. And then they have to they have to punch through that. that Sterling porous, Shepard was great. They have to punch through that porous offensive line, and once they get to so was Brett Ellison. Brett Ellison was also great. We also uh, we lost our our sweet um our sweet little tight end Evan Ingram yesterday. Uh, we don't know the details of that injury. Um, we know it was a knee injury. Um, we don't know if he's going to be out. We don't know if he's even really like questionable. If he's going to be okay, but we did lose him in the second quarter. Um, that said, we were fine without him. We we held our own. You won um, the game. Yes, we won the game, and we won the game by a lot. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't as close as the score as the score indicated. There were some garbage time touchdowns that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston looked fine. They looked fine on offense. I mean, I I have to watch the game because Deshaun Watson's on my fantasy team, and so is Gary right. Hopkins. Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, Watson is warming up. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting there. I mean, they're they're what zero and three? No, zero and three now. Is Houston? It's fine. He, they, I was yeah, little, they are on three. Yeah. Uh, I was a little bit upset that the uh, the touchdown that DeAndre Hopkins got called back because of a holding call, which would have put the, the, the Texans within, like, three. Yeah, well, that's their fault. I mean, it, it is their fault. Uh, Will Fuller looked great. Will Fuller's on my fantasy. Actually, he's on three of my leagues. Um, I left him on my bench this week, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I made that mistake a couple weeks ago, and um, and that's actually what lost me this bet was, was leaving Fuller on my bench. Because he he's been doing a lot of playing. He looks I've I've been saying he looks like a total stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's he's the kind of player that anyone would want on their team. Of course, the Giants had Barkley, who had 17 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. Eli had two touchdowns. Um, Odell had nine catches for 109 yards. I had a stat. Um, should be on our stat sheet. Yeah, I asked you for stats. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Hang on. Um, 
but I wrote in my column, which I'll post here, by the way, mm -hmm. in case you guys want to read it later. Um, they, uh, the Giants gained a total of 427 yards through the whole of the, the game, which is more than the past two and, and pretty impressive. Yeah. I kind of wonder how that matches up with. What was the number? Four. 427. Oof, okay. Wow. That's, that's a lot of yards. Yeah, it, is. it is a lot um, of yards. But, uh, but yeah, we killed it. And I think that, um, I think that we've got a shot at the East. Next week we play the Saints at home. I'm going to that game. Amazing. It's going to be real fun. Yes. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, please, please have a sip of your drink before we, before we continue. Shall we? All into right. This, into this therapy session that's about to happen. We're gonna talk about we're gonna oh man okay we're gonna talk about the New England Patriots. Oh, I'm gonna need a drink before I start this. Um, Doctor Kata over here is gonna put her glasses on. I'm gonna totally doctor milk here, this. Here, 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 here. Why don't you just take this and just write my make me notes. My thoughts down. So the Patriots lost last night on national television in Detroit. Uh huh. They did. Twenty-six to ten. They did. Uh, their head coach is Matt Patricia, who is one of Belichick's uh, former coaches. Um, I predicted that the Patriots would – the Patriots were favored in this game by, like, seven. I predicted that they'd win by, like, 47 because they were coming off a loss against Jacksonville, and they were going to play angry. And Detroit hasn't looked that and, good. And Detroit has sucked so far. And then they go to Detroit, and then they get their asses handed to them. Like, I haven't been so frustrated with this mm, – Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't frustrated by the Jacksonville loss because you, it's okay when you lose to teams that you should lose to. You should not lose games that you're not supposed to lose. You, you should not lose games like the game that you lost last night. You should not have lost to Detroit. You need to blow that team out of the water. Like, I, I just, ugh, yeah, it bothers me so much. Like, it was it was a really rough time. It was. What I is understand. by the way, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's out for the season. I just got that notification. Oh yeah, no, I I mean ACL. I figured when they said that he had torn his ACL and MCL, I I figured. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But uh, question for you: What is third down defense? What is third down defense? Because I I don't know, darling. I don't know what third down defense is. I mean, you you couldn't you couldn't get off the damn field. Okay, I mean like. The Lions had the ball for 40 minutes of that game. 40 minutes of that game. I haven't seen time of possession like that since, like, Super Bowl 42, mm -hmm. when, like, you, the Patriots couldn't get off the field on third down. They, right. You couldn't get off the field on third down. Right. I, I don't understand what's happening. They I, know, have, I know you're feeling a lot of things right now. I'm just feeling so many things, and I'm just getting started. Okay. Is there a bite attached to that? Why? They have no speed on the defense. There's uh, there's no defensive schemes. The Dante Hightower was saying that he is happy with the way that the, the how easy the defense seems this year. And I uh, initially I was a fan of that because I just read a book by Michael Holly about Belichick and Brady, and they were talking about how um, initially it was just schemes that they would use, and they would uh, just just simple defensive schemes. The, 46, uh, the, the 86 Bears did this, too. It was just simple schemes that they were just really, really good at, at performing. But mm, they're, I guess they're, apparently they're missing something without Matt Patricia. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't quite, I, don't, I don't quite get it. Uh, on, they're, they're also lacking speed. It's a mediocre defense who falls victim to speedy offenses. That's what Jacksonville has. 
That's what I guess Detroit has. I, uh, you're, you're, mm, you don't have enough playmakers on defense to, to get it done. You brought back Cyrus Jones, who's a dumpster fire in, uh, in and of himself. Uh, you don't have Patrick Chung. You don't have Trey Flowers, your best pass rusher. You need help. You need help. And then, and then there's, then there's offense. Then there's a, a, on the offensive side of the ball. What is it with these these third and short stretch running plays? I have a lot of I, I that's what I mostly took from the game last night. Actually. What what was that? I, Josh McDaniel needs Josh McDaniels needs to take that 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 uh, strategy of the stretch play on like third and one and throw the playbook into a dumpster and fire the dumpster into the sun. I heard I I have here that you want to fire Josh McDaniels. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. You know what? Maybe so. Maybe clean the whole damn thing out and send the tanks in and blow the whole thing up and go one and fifteen and get the number one draft pick next year. I am so this team. Look, at least you're not zero and three. This is true. We're not zero and three, but like you got. You're still alive, just like we are. You know what they need to do is they need to pay James White like $18 trillion because right now he's the best player on that team. Yeah, He's the true. best player on the team, and they need, be, they need to be paying him more, and they need to put Michelle on the bench because he's trash. I also want to say, whoa, whoa. Sorry, Michelle. I like Sony Michelle. No, 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 no. He's, I, I said it last week. He's going the he way. He wasn't any good yet, like yesterday. No, he wasn't any good against Jacksonville either. He's going to go the same way. Yeah, as but the Jackson does the best defense in the league. But Detroit is garbage, and he couldn't do anything against them. Look, I also, uh, on on that that bout of talking receivers and running backs and things. Right. Um, oh, yeah, is, by the way, your, they, need, your... they need Josh Gordon and, and Julian Edelman back. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had Julian Edelman on my fantasy bench for a few weeks, and I'm excited to put him back in. That'll be great. Yeah, but the you... thing, the thing um, sure, I was, something that really bothered me brain. watching was um, Gronk didn't look very healthy. You don't think so? No, particularly towards the end of the game. I mean, I feel like towards the end of the game, Brady was like, okay, I need receivers I can trust. I have no idea what to do, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Kept throwing to Gronk, and he'd keep landing on that that arm, that elbow. Yeah. And it it didn't look – I I get it. It looked really painful. I, I think it's also just like the way that he like runs as a human. I think he's, yes. I think he's just like such a big, burly guy. And yeah, it, oh, he's man. Whenever, whenever he runs, I get nervous. Right. Like, I'm not going to lie. Whenever yeah. Gronk runs or moves or does anything physical, I get nervous. Like, I used to be like, yeah, Gronk like smash. Like the game of football? Gronk, right. Gronk move chains. Gronk do all this, whatever. It's like whenever he makes a catch and there's somebody tackling him, I'm like, oh, no, please be gentle with Gronk. Yeah. But mm, it goes without saying that Brady needs more weapons. I don't think Brady's the problem yet. I mean, he's, he's doing what he can. It, it, they tried the same. They tried the same swing pass to Michelle in the flat twice in a row last night mm-hmm. and he dropped both he dropped it both Look, times. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. It's a lot of it's a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. But Saquon Barkley's a rookie. Yeah, and Saquon Barkley I mean he looked steadily yesterday. He before that I, I had a little There's I had a few issues. I was actually really excited for last week's podcast to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And um the flu. But um there are, there are three kinds of running backs in this world. There are like the Saquon Barkleys and the Alvin Kamaras of the world, mm-hmm. and like the uh, the the type the um um. That's interesting to hear you put Saquon Barkley in the same um uh Jared like Barkley. league and as... the, the Ezekiel. Let me okay. So rookie running backs. Okay. So it's like the Saquon Barkleys and the Alvin Kamaras and the Ezekiel Elliotts of the world, who who are like high draft picks. Well, not even Kamaras are really even a high draft pick. 
No, no. But he, I mean, but rookie, rookie, rookie running back wise, I should say. Sure. Like you, he bursts on the scene and he, and he, you set the rushing record. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the Trent Richardsons of the world, where you get picked third overall and then you're complete busted out of the league in four years. Right. And then there's everybody else. And then there's like there's the the reliable people, and then there's like the less reliable people. Sure. For Sonny Michelle, I feel like right now he's fit, fitting into that middle category, but like on the lower side of that middle category. I said last week he's going to go the same way as like the Lawrence Maronis and the Ben Jarvis Green Ellis's that have played for the Patriots, where okay. he's like slightly mediocre. Maybe he'll have like one good game and then be out of the league in like four years. I mean, I guess he I hasn't guess... Sh- he hasn't shown me anything to from that makes me think that he's going to be good going down the line. Well, you know what? Time will tell. Uh, next week, the Patriots play the Dolphins in Foxborough. In Foxborough, thank goodness. Um, a home game. The Dolphins are currently the Patriots' biggest threat in the division. They have a 3-0 record. Who would have thought, by the way? Danny Amendola. Yeah. Danny Amendola. I'm uh, we're going to talk about something not football real quick. Uh, oh, we, yeah, a couple we, things not football. Yeah, we wanted to We wanted to touch on uh, just very, very briefly a little bit of golf. Um, and I, we, just, I just need to take a deep breath after that. The detox of... Um, you need a deep breath and a sip of your beer. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <sighs> oh! oh, no. What are you doing? The rug. No, the poor rug. <laughs> We were just saying that this rug. She said that you're. It's like Joey's house. The last time, the last time Andrew was here, he helped us put down this beautiful white rug that we bought. White rug. But our couch is white too, and it's. We live at Michael and I live at Joey's house, where we need to be in a land where people can spell, because we eat it here. <laughs> this is literally where we eat every night at this it's table. Right. It's a beautiful living room. Yeah. Um. All right, we're gonna talk Tiger Woods, but I'm actually gonna let you start that off because I'm gonna get oxyclean. <laughs> okay. Not all. Great. So, uh, Tiger Woods won his first golf tournament in five years yesterday. He won the Tour Championship. He had a five-stroke lead heading into Sunday, and he won. It was crazy. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing for the game of golf. I I wonder if Tiger has enough momentum to carry him into next season with the Masters coming up in uh, in, in April. Um, it's It's a great thing for the sport. If anybody's seen the pictures, you've seen the thousands of right, the thousands of literal thousands of people chasing people really after him. Kids. Like if you haven't seen these pictures, just go go search them on the internet. It's nuts. The amount of people following this guy. Crazy. And when he who would have thought that the golf shot of the year would be a two-inch tap in putt? And just the, the crowd reaction and the the, the was, weight coming off of his shoulders and he and he's got his hands up in the air. It's you know what? People were really excited. Storybook. And that was exciting to see. My father spent many years on the PGA Tour um, doing play-by-play for the PGA Tour Network on Sirius XM Radio. And golf is a very special place in my heart. I'm not a huge Tiger Woods fan. Um, and also, Sundays for me are about football. I actually... In the fall, yeah. Well, right. my, my big thing, I actually had a group of people walk into my bar. We were really busy yesterday. I, I worked yesterday. And... Um, a group of like eight guys, they're like British guys, and they're we have red zone on half the TVs and then the other locally broadcast games. Um, and they walk in and they go, Tiger Woods, golf, on and point to a TV. <laughs> and I'm like, This is America, it's Sunday in the fall, yeah. But I would have done exactly the same thing. No, they left, I made them leave. You made them leave, yeah, I couldn't do Why it. Why did you do that? I wasn't gonna put the golf on. You made 
basketball. Oh my god, I would. Like, I couldn't put the golf on. Too many people were watching football. Oh my god, it was a business decision. You couldn't dedicate one. I mean, I, you you couldn't dedicate one TV to to golf. No. You, you you didn't have any idea the tiger was winning. Did You've you? seen this bar. It's small. No, I, I don't give a shit if tiger was winning. Oh come on, it's a big sports story of the year. It, I mean, if you were getting notifications from ESPN. I you would have known that Tiger Woods was... I was, but I was also working. I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't reading anything. I told you this story earlier. Cinco de Mayo of this year, I was at a bar in Boston. And uh, it was the day of the Kentucky Derby. It was also the day of, like, game three of the of like the Celtics playoff series against the 76ers. I just saw it play that day. I did. I saw it play that night. because With the, all this shit going Because the on. game was over by the time the play was starting. Oh, Anyways. So we're there, and we're watching the Celtics game. And in the third quarter, like either the, the end of the second or the beginning of the third quarter, the Derby's on. And so the bartender switches all the TV over to the Kentucky Derby, and we all sat there and watched the Kentucky Derby in, like, in like silence and, like, respect for this other sporting event that's happening. And then we all went back to the basketball game after that. Yeah, that's... You couldn't dedicate one TV to golf? No. No, it's a small bar. We had three Christ. TVs in front of the bar. We had three TVs in the dining room. Come on. No. What could have been? The Giants weren't even playing at that point. What could have been so important? You, you couldn't You couldn't go away from, from, from Dallas and Seattle for three minutes? All right. Enough of you criticizing my business practices. Now I'm going to criticize your film choices instead. All right. So uh, Michael and I have a list of movies because Michael is a little bit older than me. Um, that we uh, that we work through. They're classics that one of us has seen and the other has not. Mm-hmm. That we feel that the other needs to see. Oh, that's so fun! I love that. It's really fun. Like nice. he hasn't seen Footloose. Okay. Which is seminal. To oh, me. so it's not it's not just restricted to sports movies. No, no, it's all movies. It's okay. all movies. Just, uh, uh, I hadn't seen Jerry Maguire until a few weeks ago. Oh, what a good one! Show me the Great money. Great one. Um, yes. show me, me the money. Help me help you. Help is one of me help. You that's like that's like a, a key point. I know I've been up. saying that for a million that's years. I had no idea it was from Jerry Maguire. Yep. Also, the uh, you had me at hello, you know. But um, okay. but no, we've got a, a list of movies, and um, Field of Dreams is on the list because I had not seen Field of Dreams. So the other night, Field of Dreams comes in. I don't know why I thought Tom Hanks was in it. I was like really excited for this movie, mm-hmm. and we turn it on, and I'm watching the movie, and Shoeless Joe Jackson comes on. And, uh, and it's Ray Liotta, who I love. And, um, but he did. <laughs> he did. And then all these other, and, yep. but they're all dead. And I just, yeah, that's I, the point. I understand, like, Mike explained to me that the whole idea is it's these players who get a second chance. Mm-hmm. And I don't, <sighs> It seemed, but it seemed to be more about the guy who gave them the second chance than about the players getting the second chance. And I didn't understand the movie, and I didn't like it. Oh, it's so she tweeted this, and she—I don't remember what you said, but you said something. I'm trying. I was trying. You said something about Field of Dreams, and you just can't seem to like it. And I tweeted back, "Topic of discussion." Yeah, I love, I love Field of Dreams. It's so, it's so difficult to not be romantic about baseball. It really is so difficult. I know, and particularly, I think, I think also a lot of it is like, like I'm very romantic about football, just because I'm very, very passionate about football. Mm-hmm. Baseball has always kind of taken a back burner to me, and I obviously never, Got I it. never played it. That's fair. Um, I think, I think it's very like. I, Michael gets very emotional during sports movies, which I love. Sam, oh my god, you've seen Rudy. You have to have seen Rudy. No, I haven't, but that's on the list. It's on the list! It's on the list! You've never seen Rudy. It's 
see Rudy? Oh my God! Oh, I got come you on! Oh my God! Yes, we need to watch Rudy. Oh my God! That's a guy cry movie. That is a guy cry movie. If you sit me down, I will watch. I'll watch Rudy over like. I'll watch Rudy, right, well, Rudy we'll over watch like it. actual football. It's on our list. It should be coming in our Netflix DVDs oh, soon. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, yes, no, but but <laughs> as a result of this whole debacle, um. We have, I'm going to introduce our polls of the week. The first being, uh, which is the better movie, Field of Dreams or Remember the Titans? Yeah, Remember the Titans uh, came out 18 years ago yesterday. It's my favorite, it's my second favorite movie of all time, the first being Dirty Dancing. Um, I love, I have to watch it every football season. I already watched it this season, but Mike wasn't with me, so we're going to watch it again. Um... I love Remember the Titans. I love everything about it. I love Denzel Washington, Fordham alum. Um, I love the race storylines. I love high school football. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, baby Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Uh, baby a lot of people. Baby a lot of people. Baby a lot of people. Yep. Um, baby Hayden Panettiere. That's right. Yep. Um, I think it's one of the best movies of all time. And uh, so one of our polls this week is going to be, which is the better movie, Field of Dreams or Remember the Titans? Um, a second poll this week is going to be just because of the rumors that have happened that his lawyer started, which I kind of invalidate, but we don't really know. Uh, will Colin Kaepernick ever play football again? Yeah, there was talk that the Patriots were one of those teams. Yeah, the, right? the, yeah. which I think is absurd. Me too. I could see him in the other rumor was Oakland. I could see him in I Oakland. See I could see him at the Browns too. Sure. Which was a third rumor that I think sprung up like two days ago. The Patriots did bring in Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow that one time. So anything is possible. Well, yeah, but he's a pretty white boy. That's yeah. true. It's a pretty white boy who can play, who can, I guess, play tight end. Anyways, yeah, so the, the one <laughs> of the polls is going to be, will Colin Kaepernick uh, ever play football again? And then our third poll, um, this one's a little bit less fun, but we've been doing these kind of in afternoons, early evenings, mm. um, these podcasts. We want to know what's a good, we, we like Mondays. We're going to keep Mondays yeah. because uh, it gives us a chance to review It's just kind of football. awesome. Like, you know, we did it, we're both free. Yeah, yeah, we're, we both kind of can arrange our work schedules and, and it's great to review football after Sunday, preview for Monday night. Um, tonight we've got an interesting game coming up. Yeah, who you got? Um, Pittsburgh or Tampa? Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa. Oh, wait, Tampa. No, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh in this game. Yeah, you're an idiot. Okay. Um, I think this is the night that Fitzmagic comes back to Earth just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. But that said, Anyways. we want to know what a good time for you guys to tune in is. Um, I, I know you guys can watch these later on, but it's always fun to have people live and commenting. We have Cassie, we have Mike commenting. Yeah. Um, We'd love to do even like a live show at a bar at some point. Yeah, we're, we're looking into stuff like that for the next few weeks if you guys are in the New York area. Um, but we want to know like good times for you guys. Um, cause Mondays are kind of the day, uh, we could do a Monday night football watch party at a live, uh, like live at a bar, that kind of thing. Um, we want to cater to you guys. So yeah, let us know, uh, what times would be, would be good for you. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from you. So, yes. Um, I guess I'll have to finish this up on the show cause I'm not going to finish this and then do that. Oh yeah. We have to get to the punishment from last week. All right, so to, would you like to review the... Yeah. So, uh, the stipulation was that uh, we pit our fantasy football teams against one another, and the team with the most points would win, and the loser has to uh, chug a, a carton of milk that has been mixed in with Kahlua. So, uh, my team put up 111 points, Kata's team put up 104 points, which means that Kata has to uh, drink this. This is a carton of skin This milk. is why we should be doing this outside. Oh, well. And in swimsuits. Wait, I bet you guys would love that, right? <laughs> yeah, they want to see, see me in a swimsuit. Yeah, that's, that's cute. 
Uh, yeah, so Kyle's gonna drink this, and uh, I'm gonna. Up a little. I poured out, so what we did was, this is a carton of milk. I poured out six ounces of the milk, and we put in six ounces of the Kahlua. I just finish your beer. Great. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kata's gonna drink this, and uh, we're gonna. Great. So while she's doing this, um, I want to talk really, really fast about the Red Sox and how they're uh, they're at 105 wins. Uh, they just had two walk-off losses to the Yankees. If you feel like you're gonna die, mm -hmm. okay, just like give me like a safe word or something like that. <laughs> Look away now, kids. Uh, yeah, so they've got 105 wins. I'm very concerned, about the bullpen of this team. Uh, it, it, it scares me. They just had two walk-off losses to the Indians, and uh, they're going to be coming home this weekend. Uh, coming home uh, this week. Uh, I really think Alex Cora wants that 106 win in front of uh, in front of uh, Fenway Park, um, which would be fun. Uh, I would be nervous if I'm Red Sox fans about October. How you doing? Almost there. All right, go go go! You got this, girl. I'm gonna drink too. Uh, yeah, hopefully the uh, the next the next punishments won't be as like biohazardous as this is. Um, yeah, so uh, the Red Sox should be very very concerned for for what happens in in October with the bullpen. Uh, we'll see if they can get past the Yankees because it looks like that's who they're going to be facing. Uh, I'm still holding out hope for A's in one, but um, she did it! Oh my God, she did it! I will cheers to that. Oh my Lord, it wasn't that bad? Okay, that's amazing. Great. It was a little sweet. So we'll talk about the we'll talk about the Red Sox and the Yankees when we get into like actual <sighs> playoff baseball time, which is coming up soon. I'm so excited. I Great. Hate myself. It was terrible. Great. Let's finish it out. This has been under further review. I'm Andrew Bemu. I'm Tata Stevens. Thank you guys for watching. Bye everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, you're gonna have to end this. I'm just gonna end the video. That's amazing. Well done. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.